I'm Cookie Miller, and this is Worth the Wait. Join me every week as I explore profound weight loss solutions beyond just diet and exercise, because a lifestyle change starts with changing your mind. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Worth the Wait. I'm your host, Cookie Miller, and today we are talking about self-sabotage. So how are you sabotaging your own weight loss journey? Now, I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm going to say some things that may trigger you, but I ask that if I hit a nerve, instead of just turning the podcast off, I want you to lean into what I'm saying and see if you notice any of these things in yourself. And of course, at the end, I'm going to give you some tips. So you may be thinking, well, I don't purposely sabotage myself. And you're probably right. Surely you don't set a goal and then do something that immediately goes against it. But let's talk about that because that is something that is called unconscious self-sabotage. Unconscious self-sabotage happens when a personal goal or value has been undermined, but not initially recognized. So when you are unconsciously self-sabotaging, what's really happening is that you have not placed a high enough value on the goal that you're aiming for. So you may value your goal, but do you value it more than having that time after work to just scroll? right? Other reasons for self-sabotage could include fear of the unknown. What will happen if I actually reach this goal? Maybe finding out what is beyond the goal feels too scary. So you resort to doing what you know. If you are fearing that next level of being fit, then if you're in a situation where time is limited, are you going to go out for your walk or are you going to binge watch Netflix? If there's a deep fear of reaching that fitness goal, then you might opt to just stay in and watch Netflix even though you know that you should go for your walk. So unconsciously, when there's a fork in the road, you tend to choose the side that pulls you further away from your goal. I came across a definition that I think really puts things into perspective. It says someone with a fear of failure might wait until the last minute to work on an important project, unconsciously avoiding the prospect of advancement. So you might unconsciously avoid the things that you know you need to do like meal prep or complete your workouts or go for a walk. This is a more uncommon way to look at self-sabotage, but let's dive in. So sometimes we fear what we could become. You start drinking more water, you're being more active, and you lose a few pounds. It's exciting, yes, but it's also scary because this is a completely unknown world. And you think to yourself, who am I if I'm not who I am right now? right? You don't know. You only know you at the level of where you are right now. So that fear of where you could go can sometimes stop you in your tracks. You desire to be better, but sit in the comfort of who you are right now. What happened is that that change that you made brought forth some realizations. You start to realize, I can actually do this. And then you also start to realize, 
maybe this isn't the only area I haven't been pushing myself in. So not only is it changing your physical relationship with exercise and possibly your mental relationship with food, but it's starting to shift into things maybe at work. Right? Maybe there's something that you need to do where you're not pushing yourself at work or in your business or with your kids or with your husband. And then the next thing you may realize is I deserve more and I deserve better than what I have been giving myself and what I have been allowing. So you start to realize that maybe some relationships need to change. Maybe your circle needs to change. Maybe you need more friends who are also making healthy lifestyle choices. Maybe you need to speak up about some things that you usually do not speak up about. But now that, all of that sounds like way too much. So because changing all of that would be so scary, you let fear take over and slowly but surely, water intake starts dropping, you find that binge eating is creeping back in again. One skipped workout becomes two, then three, then you're missing weeks at a time. The change is so scary. So instead of doing what you need to do, you go back to comfort. You go back to safety. You go back to your morning fast food breakfast sandwich after weeks or even months of having a nutritious breakfast and noticing the good that came with that. But again, when you get highly stressed, when that fear comes, you go back to the breakfast sandwich because that is what's comfortable. Sometimes you go back to comfort, even if what has been comfortable for you has not been good for you. Instead of dealing with the feelings of change, you do what you have to do to just make the feelings go away. You give in to the old way so that those new feelings that you're having can just leave. But this point right here, this is where you have to decide if you're going to change or if you're going to continue giving in to the old habits. So how do you stop this? How do you stop yourself from sabotaging your weight loss journey? First thing you have to do is to push through the feelings. Remember, feelings are not facts. It's just a feeling. Feelings are temporary. So you may feel like keeping up with your workouts, meal prepping, remembering to drink your water is too much. But at the same time, you've already realized that those things make you feel better and push you to be the best version of yourself, not just from a health standpoint, but in every aspect of your life. So what does it look like to push through the feeling? It looks like working out even when you don't feel like it. It looks like eating well, even if you prefer to have something that you are more used to. It looks like going into the weight section of the gym, even if it feels like everyone is looking at you. The fact of the matter is everyone is really just worried about themselves. They're in their own world, right? But you may be someone who has used that as a crutch. I want you to release that. Get out of that comfort zone. When you push through that comfort zone and see what's on the other side, you start to love this new rebirth version of yourself. Here are three things that you need to do. 
first you need to acknowledge when you're self-sabotaging or when you're about to self-sabotage. Awareness is key. Second thing is self-worth. You need to work on the way that you are speaking to yourself. What types of things are you saying to yourself? What are your thoughts throughout the day? Work on that. And the next thing you must do is to take action in discomfort, right? Notice I didn't say take action once you feel comfortable. I said take action in discomfort while you're uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable. You're going to be fearful, but you have to keep doing the things that are helping you, not the things that are hurting you. A lot of this can be tied up, like I said, in self-worth. Remember, we talked about value in the beginning. Maybe you do value the goal, but do you think you deserve to get to that point? That's something to think about. Do you think you deserve it? That's the self-worth. Do not allow fear and discomfort and the possibility of failure to hold you back from doing what you know you need to do, from doing what is actually best for you, okay? Are we still friends? <laughs> if we're still friends, and if this episode or any of our episodes have helped you, please consider leaving us a five-star review. You can also take a screenshot and tag us on IG. We're at Worth The Way Podcast, and we will definitely repost. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode, and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.